Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Dice Camera Action, a D&D game of action and adventure where people cry, <laughs> mostly in the chat. Um, while we have not, not, not just that's our new not. subtitle. While we have fun playing uh, this uh, wonderful game we call Dungeons and Dragons. So, um, I, your DM, I'm going to just recap very briefly what has happened in the campaign thus far that may or may not be relevant to tonight's game. So, (laughs) shortly after arriving in Port Nyanzaru uh, to stop the death curse, Diath cut a deal with a man named Lurik Dashland, uh, trading a ship for a detailed map of Chult leading to three locations, Omu, Oralunga, and Nangalore, of which the Waffle Crew eventually visited two of them. In the course of making their way to Omu, they found a crashed Halruan skyship and in its wrecked cargo hold, a explosive device shaped like a black iron egg, which at one point later on uh, went, nearly went off before Diath disarmed it by jamming one of his keys into its keyhole. And that key has been stuck in the egg ever since, and they've been hauling it around with them. Upon their Holy return, <laughs> upon their return to Port Nyanzaru, uh, they had to raise Evelyn and Simon from the dead. And so Diath and Paulton went into the city to procure two diamonds, which they did acquire, and delivered them to Omen Drawn, the CEO of Acquisitions Incorporated and a cleric of Timora of great repute. And big douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> and no, Omen, he's fine. Omen used the diamonds in the ritual to raise both Evelyn and Simon from the dead, whereupon Evelyn expressed confusion over a great many things that had happened during her absence. He also stole the rings. And yes, after which uh, he had been given the rings that contained fragments of Evelyn's soul, rings given to Diath and Strix the first time Evelyn died, and uh, Omen basically walked out the door with those rings uh, before anybody realized they were gone. Which I am very upset about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're all upset about yeah. it. <laughs> the safe house that the party was staying at was compromised when uh, Diath and Paulton found an iron token on the doorstep of the place as they were returning with the diamonds. Uh, not really understanding the significance of that, but it might be tied to a later poisoning attempt. Uh, someone basically put poison in some cookies that Strix made in the kitchen uh, although Waffles ate most of the cookies, she doesn't seem any the worse for wear, uh, but it's clear that they were tainted by someone or something, which prompted then 
the Waffle Crew to vacate the premises before they were set upon again by said assassins. Uh, Dieth, you rendezvoused with Leric Dashland mm-hmm. and uh, presented your map to him, whereupon you recalled quite suddenly and horrifically uh, that it's only two-thirds of what you promised to deliver. Some Which is hilarious. <laughs> Some amount of time passes, not a lot of time. Uh, You're standing down by the harbor uh, on the wharf, looking out towards the pier at a sloop, a ship with one sail uh, called the Brazen Pegasus. And Leric is standing beside you, and he says, while the map won't pay for a whole ship, it will at least book you passage on one of the swiftest ships. I can make arrangements with Captain Ortome to see you delivered north. Is everyone okay with this? Evelyn is laying on the deck with her head and arms hanging over it, splashing in the water and being like, have you guys felt the way this water feels? It's amazing. Do you think, do you think she came back with half her brain? Yeah, Larrick gives you sort of a sidelong glare, DF, just like, Unspoken, asking the question, "Is your friend okay?" Diaz <laughs> <laughs> uh, will just kind of give him one, like a uh, a look of just kind of like, "Yeah, but this, this is just how she is." Okay. Strix is like, "That looks usually meant for me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Evelyn kind of splashes them a little bit. <laughs> uh, we 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 uh, don't need extravagant voyages back home. In fact, something swift may also be. Probably better for us, so uh, I apologize for not truly upholding the entirety of our deal and only getting part of the map, but we would be absolutely gracious for any passageway home. We could just go back to Nangalore. No. We don't need to go to Waterdeep. Oh, please no. Uh, I like it here. Please no. Strix Evelyn. is a famous dinosaur racer. Paul no, I'm not. Famous. We haven't even finished the Drunken Dying Tour. We only did our first performance. Real quick, Evelyn, where, do you know what direction Mangalore is? We'll be taking that boat now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, introductions uh, quickly follow uh, as you are led down the wharf, uh, uh, down the pier, and uh, when you come upon the ship, you can see standing on the pier next to it is a female gnome with a tricorn hat uh, that makes her look taller. Her, her extra high boots also help. She's probably now a good three and a half feet tall. Ooh. And uh, uh, she's standing there uh, talking to uh, some dock workers, uh, paying them some coin, and shouting occasionally to what you assume to be her first mate, a grizzled, uh, pale-skinned human with a long salt-and-pepper beard. And uh, all you can see, the other crew members on the ship, you see maybe like three or four of them, and they're, they're busily working and doing odd chores. One of them seems to be mopping the deck. You see some water cascade off the edge of the, of the deck as the mop swings around. Uh, but yes, she stops what she's doing, comes over to you, stands uh, by Larrick's side, and holds a hand and a gesture of friendship up toward you. Uh, lovely. Uh, good day. Good day. Welcome. Yep, I'll, I'll take the hand and shake it. Uh, what was the na- her name again? My name is Captain Ordemay, Swift and Dark. 
This is the ship. The Brazen Pegasus. Welcome aboard. Uh, looks fast. Are you paying? Says she says to Larrick, and Larrick nods. Uh, and uh, they paid for a smooth, fast ride. He tells her. Oh fuck, we're not going. Evelyn is behind her. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> I, I don't know any other kind. <laughs> we can have Strix is already pi- look. We can have any pirate ship in the high seas. Strix is already looking for ropes to tie everyone to. She's like, uh. <laughs> well, based Evelyn on the looks of you, I don't think trying. pirates are going to be much of a problem. Oh. Wow. Alden's just like, oh my god, you talk so fast. (laughs) (laughs) Evelyn is behind her trying to smell her. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, She smells like lilacs. Do you know you smell so nice? Yeah, and just a little trace of some sort of scented oil. Ooh. Yep. There's always the smell of Strix in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that Dior Yar? It smells real familiar. Uh, She says you can, uh, I'd be happy to share it if if you like. Oh my gosh. I keep a couple of extra cases on board. (laughs) Evelyn's very excited about that. But she's also distracted by how the wind feels on her face, so she kind of wanders that way. Larrick says uh, the map, oh, long since rolled up in uh, his coat. Uh, I will leave you to get acquainted then. It's been a pleasure doing business with you and safe travels back home. Thank you for everything, Merrick. And uh, he wanders off, and she says, So where's your luggage? Oh, uh... We're, All we're on my back, probably. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is pretty much it. We travel light. Can I point at waffles? There it is. Oh, yep. <laughs> oh my, that's what we yeah, we travel light aside from the bear. <laughs> the giant behemoth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she sort of looks worriedly at this, and she says, do you have food for said beast? Strix? Do we have what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, there, uh, can I go grab some? Yeah, there's nothing stopping you from going into the market if you have coin okay. to spend. I know, I do. I look at Paulson and I'm like... I'll I'll throw her like what what do you what do you need what do you want I'm gonna be buying a lot of dinosaur meat and probably salted dinosaur meat and maybe some some you know I don't know I'm here to get scurvy on boats so I'm also gonna get some lemons lemons great <laughs> um, I really don't want scurvy so okay I'll like flicker a gold you like try not I to spend it. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> need an advance on that allowance. All right, 20 it is. <laughs> okay, and she just like takes it and you just hear like it jingles off and she's like, like get one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, all right, so I'll pick up however much salted meat and a couple of lemons I think I need for waffles and I'll also buy Paulton some wine. Thank uh-huh. you. Nice. Yeah, uh, just in general, we'll ask the captain any additional supplies that are needed before we head out, we can make sure we uh, acquire them. Well, you're, you were explorers in Chalt, yes? Uh, yeah, we were very hefty explorers. You came back with lots of treasure? Uh. <laughs> uh, we did at one Only point, Only the yes. treasure of adventure. <laughs> the real treasure was the... Uh, she raises an eyebrow. The friendship bond, along the way. The bonds that were made. No, they can't put a price on that, can you now? Nope, nope, you should have can't. Um, and 
So Strix, as you go off um, getting meals and whatnot and wine, uh, do you want to get like common wine or fine wine? Oh, I'm going to get common. I don't yeah. think Paulton can tell. <laughs> okay. You think he can tell, but just doesn't care. <laughs> you can get an enormous supply of food, and also the merchants that you get it from will cover the expense and of actually sending workers down with the supplies to the ship so you don't have to carry it all. Oh, that's good. That helps. I was just going to tie it all to waffles, but that's oh, fine. Okay, well, you could do that too if you prefer. <laughs> I just uh, like imagining her coming back with just, like, a giant, like, a bunch of, like, backpack yeah. of supplies on her back. There you go. That'll work just fine. <laughs> and then you don't have to tip them. Not that you would anyway, but... <laughs> I, I would, but I'd tip them in snacks, and I don't think they'd want those. Uh, she says, did Larry forget to tell you about the tribute you have to pay to Aramak the Dragon Turtle to get out of the Bay of Chalt alive? I'm sorry? I'm not. Slow she down. the Dragon Turtle. The Dragon Turtle. That we have, have to, to pay, pay tribute, a, a tribute to? Yeah. Did you, you like, not Do you understand everything? That? What? You understand everything she's saying? Yeah. Great. What? <laughs> she said, did we know about the tribute that we have to pay to the dragon turtle who guards the, the bay? No. Well, I did not know this. I guess now we do. What is the tribute? Well, it's not a fixed amount per se. It's more like you pay what you can and it accepts what it will take and if it doesn't think it's enough it will sink a ship oh um, she says it'll sink our ship if we don't please it I have been told I have a 400 gold smile so we're going to throw that into the bay then (laughs) (laughs) Uh, point so was this a tribute that you were anticipating us uncovering, or is this something that you normally have at the uh, at the ready? Or typically, if we carry passengers, they provide the tribute for themselves. What sure would a, tri- do, a typical tribute be? Would yes, you list examples that have worked, preferably. A uh, big chest of gold, always nice. Who? Okay, well, how no. big is big? As big as me. That's pretty big. Um, um, yeah, we don't have that much gold. Do you have any other ideas? Um, the dragon likes big things and shiny things and magic things. Big, shiny, magic. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, the owlbear is our biggest thing. We're definitely not using that. Um, let's see. Shiny things, shiny things. You have lots of shiny things, Evelyn. Oh, You've got more I than do. one. You're so right. Hold on. She, like, dives into her giant <laughs> backpack and she's like... Trying to uncover stuff. And she has, um, specifically, she has... How about that bomb? Strix! <laughs> Not a bad idea. It's a terrible idea! <laughs> Paulton's also, like, shuffling through his stuff. He's like, nah, and he, like, for a second, like, looks at Evelyn's <laughs> ring. It's like... Yeah, that's probably a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Evelyn pulls out um, literally just a pile of pretty things that she has. And in that is um, the four blocks of incense and censer and the semi-precious stones from the mask, I believe, from the Yak Folk town, and a whole bunch of bead jewelry. It's just like a pile of all of those pretty things that she collected yeah, that, it, that looked, it looked bigger in your backpack. <laughs> 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 she holds it out like, eh? 
uh, Golden yeah. points to the piles. Like, how about that? And a nice song. Ooh, music. That's even more valuable. I've never known the dragon turtle to take a song before, but you never know. There could be a first time. I think we should bank everything on Paulton being able to play a nice song. Oh, boy. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you make yourselves comfortable on board with your treasure and your song, and uh, when my crew is finished stocking up, we'll be ready to go whenever you are. Okay. Uh, mm. I don't think there's any being in the entire world who would not be pleased by a song that Paulton played. Maybe we should look around for more stuff. <laughs> you said the dragon turtle eats the treasure, right? Well, the dragon turtle sometimes swallows the treasure, but I assume it regurgitates it somewhere else. Oh. Oh, good. Why don't we give it the bomb? Strokes. No. Does it lack explosives? Not okay. that we're bringing any onto the ship. <laughs> <laughs> you can see she's trying to parse what you're saying and try to get at what you're talking about. Hypothetically. And she says... Um, I don't know. Probably not. I don't. It's worth a lot, I think. I don't know. I don't know what I don't have anybody. would do with it. Oh, wait. What about Paulton? What about that disc thingy you found? Is that worth anything? Oh, right. Sacred disc. <laughs> Take out the whatever that thing was, that coin disc thing. That iron, about that, that iron huh? thing? Yeah. How about that, huh? When you show that to her, you see her face blanch. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. What? Uh oh. What's uh oh? Uh, Why is this uh oh? What? I'm not sure this is going to work out. Wait, what? Uh, It has to work out. I I, I, I am immediately going to cast suggestion on her. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm going to go for persuasion. I'm going to be like, oh, okay. So you find this to be an authentic replica. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with deception. Okay. Instead of persuasion. Okay. All right, go ahead. Ooh, that is good. That is a 26. Oh my God. Uh, you see that uh, uh, you, you sort of um, uh, talk about it in that terms, and she just sort of goes, Oh, so it's not a really Atepka Society token then. That's great. Absolutely That's not, because we would never think to bring one of those on board. What are they? <laughs> <laughs> sure, you've heard about the Atepka Society, the secret society of Port Nyanzaru, who basically makes sure that all troublemakers are dealt with in a speedily and expedient fashion. Oh, so if one of those of were maybe, I don't know, left on steps outside of a house where people were staying, that might be some sort of indication that maybe they were troublemakers? Exactly. That's a sign that you've gotten into trouble with the city somehow and that they're going to take their vengeance upon you if you don't rectify the situation promptly. Understood. And I'm or leave! Or leave! I have to leave! Hold up. Paulton's going to like immediately point behind her. It's like, that, that part on the ship, that particular thing, what, what, what is that? Just trying to get her to turn around. I'm just going to... That like, is the sail. Like, as, right <laughs> as she turns around, I'm just going to chuck the thing into the water. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh my god. Lovely sail. That's what or I thought. Maybe you I was were just pointing confused. at the mast? Hmm? Or maybe you were pointing at the mast? Oh, I could have been. You're so <laughs> you're very boat smart. <laughs> Guys, I think what this calls for is a final 
uh, retirement performance of the Drunk and Dying tour. And we should have just like a floating dock and we'll put Paulson on there. And then we can do some like, you know, fireworks and things like illusions. And we can just have a big concert and the, the, the turtle will be so excited and everyone will love it and we'll be heroes. And if anyone thought we were causing any trouble, they'll see that actually we're just great upstanding contributing art, artist citizens. And then we can just leave. The dragon turtle doesn't come into the harbor, usually. Well, we can do the floating dock wherever. It mostly stays out in the bay, mostly. Well, okay, in the bay. <laughs> but <laughs> either way, question. is there have... a way around it? Uh, Dude, it's she, a dragon. She points. She points out uh, past the harbor, past the statue of Nan, um, uh, Nabuso, the uh, old Chalton king that sort of stands in the middle of the harbor, out past the lighthouse toward the bay, which is huge, wide, open, blue-watered bay. But the mountains do sort of close around it almost like a claw, so eventually you have to sort of leave by a strait. And she points you out toward that strait and says that that's typically where the dragon turtle waits for ships as they come and go. Makes them easy to spot, and they have no maneuverability. Right, so there's not a whole lot of choice in going through that. And that's that's so far out, you can just barely see it through the haze. Um, so even the people of Port Nyanzaru never really see the dragon's surface in the strait or, or deal with the ships at all. Right. Mm. Uh, Strix yeah. is like, hey. Yeah. Yes, Strix. <laughs> yes. But she like kind of hustles you guys like into a, like a circle away from the gnome and like keeps looking at the gnome. Like She's like, look, we throw the bomb in. If we take the key out, it's on. The dragon has a bigger problem than we have. And we leave. I, I'm, I'm, I could be mistaken because math is not my strongest. But I'm pretty sure at that range we would get blown to smithereens as well. Uh, we're, this is a fast ship, right? I don't know how to do that. It's, it's like the train going in like one direction and there's like another <laughs> and she's just like trying to figure it out. She's just like, what? I, was, I don't know. At what time do we all die? <laughs> or, hear me out, what if we actually solve this business before we leave? What business? Whatever this issue is, whatever society is against us, clearly there's some kind of mistake or something. Maybe what society? What are you talking about? There's no <laughs> point. <laughs> I, I just, think maybe he has a valid point because we should not leave Chilt at all and definitely not go to Waterdeep. I think that sounds nice. Well, it could be safer Wait, for us, and I just maybe for once we don't run. I'm down. What we're we're talking about the people who, um, what was it, poisoned food, right? Those. Uh, yep. And uh, you're like, maybe they want, maybe they just want to talk. Well, maybe it could be just all one big mistake. Look, we literally fought clones of ourselves, but they probably just thought it was them the whole time. As soon as you say don't run, Strix is just like on the ground going, <laughs> Like now, I can tell you that the evil twin story rarely works. And by rarely, I mean never. I don't need to hear about your past breakups. 
Rix, as you're sitting there wallowing on the dock, um, Captain Ortome comes up behind you, just sort of taps you <laughs> gently on the shoulder and says, we have time before we go for you to take a bath. Mm-hmm. Evelyn raises her hand immediately. Me, me, I want a bath. There are bathhouses in the city. They're very cheap. The money oh. goes to the term- money goes to the temples. Alton is still floored by that snap. By the way, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, Mister Protag, I'll follow your lead. <laughs> it's a small ship, Mister What? Protag. <laughs> a what? <laughs> Strix is really sad that the gnome told her to take a bath. She's like, you guys. The, the bath, like, and she asked the gnome, she's like, do they have, like, really nice warm water? They sure do. Perfume-scented waters. <gasps> Guys, <laughs> I really want to go there. Captain, uh, when will you be ready to depart? We won't leave until you're ready. We'll be ready very soon. So, yeah, I don't think that's enough time for the bathhouse <laughs> episode, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Halton says... Out loud. (laughs) We're not in any hurry. We can wait for you. I promise I won't have an episode. I just want to go to the bathhouse. And by an episode, do we mean psychotic episode? Because I'm already there. Maybe, Um, I mean, or we could enter another dinosaur race. Or, um... Yeah, that's good. Let's bring attention to ourselves, huh? I, I hate this place, and I would like to leave. But if we have a problem to fix, then I'm happy to stay because I'm not going to run away. And she's just like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, instead of how many more problems have always come back to find us later because we tried to ignore it or run away from it? Maybe just once we could just, I don't know. I thought maybe for once we could actually solve everything here and not run from our problems. We don't even know how to get in touch with these people. Uh, I don't think we get in touch with them. Like, uh, you know, I kind of, I kind of see, I kind of see your point, and that might that might be a good idea. Um, before I agree to that, I'm going to turn to uh, turn them and be like, uh, "Do you have like a guesstimate on when we would be leaving?" We'll stay here as long as. We have to before you're ready to go. Well, if we were to like just want to go, would you say it'd be like less than an hour? Yeah. Okay. So Paulton, if we need to run, we can still run. Paulton casts invisibility on himself <laughs> and goes, All right, cool. Yeah, whatever you guys want to do. I'm all ready. I'm all set. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an hour on this thing. So uh, bring it on. <laughs> Dude, how about this? Can I just use like, I don't know, minor illusion or, or, um, or what is it? Press the digitator. Yeah, to just make some words in the air that says "We're sorry, Etepka Society." <laughs> um, you wouldn't be able to do them very far away or particularly, you know, high up. It's not like skywriting. Right? Could we just walk around with that, like with a, a neon us? sign? <laughs> oh, I sorry. see what you're saying. Oh my gosh, Evelyn tries to wave those away. (laughs) Strixus is like, I'm problem solving! I don't understand what to do! Yeah, I'm sure the Secret Society won't have any objection to you waving around big signs with their name on it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Secret. Like, as you as you like like flush it away, she's just like, oh, I tried. Maybe they'll try and kill us in the bathhouse. Yeah, I think we're having that problem again where we all just like don't make a decision for a really long time. So I think you should make it. Ah, shit. <laughs> all right, how about this? We'll give ourselves one hour. Bathhouse, bathhouse. We'll give ourselves one hour. Evelyn, you can go to the bathhouse. I'll try to gather whatever information I can and see if I can't write a note or something. I try to explain things or get things sorted because I think talking to the right people could help a lot. Like we apprehended the right evil doors. That way, with, and then exactly one hour from now, we all meet back up here and regardless of how anything else is going, we leave. Wait, but I want, I want to try. You what if? Coming with me to the bathhouse. Please right. don't make, please don't make me go to the bathhouse. <laughs> It'll be fun. She's Dia, like looking, looking at Dia and Paul to like, please don't make me go to the bathhouse, please. <laughs> so Dia, if you you so you really want to talk to these people, you really want to clear our names, huh? I just think they, I just think they're not that. I mean, yeah, we didn't really do anything wrong. And I've just been, maybe if we just explained that. And this is, okay, first of all, because I'm, we're, I'm assuming that they're mad at us for what our, what our, what the, what the other crew did. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm imagining. So what if we could prove it wasn't us? What are you suggesting? One of them's out there somewhere. So what if we could bring them back and be like, look, it wasn't us. And they'll leave us alone. Didn't we already prove that? Isn't that why we were at the house? Yeah, well, they knew it wasn't us. They're not but, the ones that the guards aren't mad at us. It was someone else. It was the secret people. And we don't know why they were mad at us. They could be mad at us because we survived. We don't know why they're mad at us. That's why explaining it might be a bad idea. Because what if they're like, oh, we wanted them to die. Well, let's get them now with those poisons and the cookies that Strix worked so hard on. Strix. Are you okay? No, I'm never okay. <laughs> so, so we don't think that it's from the 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 twin the twin seas. I mean, it might be, but at least the law here saw that it was not. Uh, well, actually, I don't know. I was dead. <laughs> I'm saying it seems like this secret society might be malicious. We might just want to leave. We can try for an hour. We can maybe try and figure out why they want us, but I, I, we don't know if they're good or evil or the what. Only, the only thing that Captain Ordemay told you when she was um, babbling on was that the Utepka Society is a Port Nianzaro organization that protects Port Nianzaro against what, they, what it perceives to be threats to the city's well-being. Mm. Right. So all we have to do is ask around, try to get a little more information, and then we can decide from there. All right. Well, time's a wasting, and if we're going to do that, I want to have time for a bath before we leave. So let's go. All right. I, at least we can at least try to learn a little bit, make sure we're even making the right decision in the first place. All right. Lead the way, DF. Okay. <laughs> uh, Captain Ordebe, which way was the bathhouse for Evelyn? Uh, she will set you on the course. In fact, uh, she's got a couple crew members who are going to rush into town to pick up a few things for her, and they will basically just lead you to where you need to go. Oh, there you are. Evelyn, they'll accompany you. Wait, we're not all going together? Uh, 
No, I've got to figure out this whole thing. Well, what better place to ask around than a bathhouse? Uh, she kind of has a point. But I don't want to go! <laughs> <laughs> uh, these two uh, crewmen who you're traveling with, actually a crew, crewman and crewmen, uh, they tell you that the bathhouses here are run by the priesthood of Soon, the god of beauty. Um, they're ah. generally beautiful, marble-floored, tiled uh, bathhouses. You leave a donation um, there, and then... Uh, you can basically stay in the bathhouse as long as you like, and they will help clean you. They have masseurs and masseuses, and don't they like pretty you up? They too? do. They can. They can. Strix is so upset. They can absolutely uh, pretty you up. Uh, they can also have uh, people uh, come by with uh, diaphanous silk clothing for you to buy while you are relaxing in the pool. Doesn't that sound nice? Yeah. Sounds like a lot of things I don't need. And it's, well, a, it's, a, it's a place to uh, where people, everyone of every walk of life can sort of rub shoulders with higher and lower echelons. Everybody's kind of equal in, in these places. All right. Evelyn, we'll go with you. <laughs> we'll go to you the bathhouse, not in it. You don't have to take a bath. No one's making you take a bath. It's yeah. okay. Well, at least go with her so that we can stay close. And then fr- around that area, I'll try to gather whether any information they possibly could. Who knows? You, they might have a mud pit. Maybe you can get dirtier. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Sometimes they do have, a, you know, like mud facials mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. And I'm sure they have, you know, garbage too if you just want to like hang out in that, if that's your thing. I don't know. Fulton. You know me too well. I try. All right. So you do arrive at one of these bathhouses. It's got a All great right. arch entrance with... Um, Plants on the outside and uh, priests of soon standing in the doorway. Uh, have fun. Why do you so, guys keep just trying to drop me off? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Sorry, I came back to life. I'm just gonna go oh, take no, it out. Oh, oh, no, it's not like yeah, that. So you walk in and they're screaming behind you, Evil. <laughs> Strix will walk in behind Evil and like, Evil, no, don't be guilty, no. Uh, what, um, one of the priests very demurely asks if she can take your hat and destroy it. She <laughs> 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 runs back maybe, out again. Maybe give you something new. No, she takes it as soon as she's like, ah! she's like holding it on as hard as she can. Yes, uh, Evelyn, you find yourself sort of swept through this place by um, expert handlers who ask you what you'd like to do, um, if you have any preferences for certain uh, bathing oils or temperature or all that business. She has, like, she has a spa day. She yeah. just, like, Excellent. take as much as she can. And, she, like, in between, when they leave her alone to, like, you know, soak her feet or whatever, mm-hmm. she gets all pouty. But when she, when they're talking to her, she's like, oh, yes, the newest this and that and style and fashion and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And has just a grand old time. Excellent. What are the rest of you doing? So while she's doing that, so this Jatepka Society is some kind of uh, underground secret of Nyanzaru. So it would seem. Okay, I would like to u- to try to use my uh, more more natural ability at gathering information about mm, CD undergrounds 
to the much uh, as best I possibly can to learn whatever I can okay. about them uh, using like uh, uh, thieves can't. Yes. And um, <laughs> sorry, I was hoping that's what it would be. <laughs> uh, like talking to the right people and using mm-hmm. that kind of lingo to yep. kind of get that trust and discuss it. Or even uh, I got the background feature city secrets. So I would like to, I think, feel like I could also use that to kind of get a feel yes. about this information and just basically try to figure out the Yatepka Society, what their MO is, uh, what the, uh, are they necessarily good or evil? Are they, uh, are they like, um, you know, drop the ask, ask, ask questions later kind of society or yeah. as much as I can. I want to be clear. I am also doing the exact same thing, but instead of thieves can't, I'm using stylist can't, nice. which is like, nice. you know, where you learn all the gossip from oh, your stylist. Can't. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And it's one of the most effective information and gathering techniques. It is. In- it's true. Yeah, That's absolutely actually, true. It's actually stylist can. <laughs> Strix is just going to stand a good 10 feet like behind Diaf as he's doing all this stuff just like totally useless like, he has no and, uh, abilities to do this and Paulton you're just staying invisible in the general vicinity as well yep just listening in on what is told to Diaf okay. but invisibly uh, Diaf just make a charisma persuasion check with advantage ooh okay persuasion which I am proficient in and Evelyn do the same. Persuasion, you said? Yeah. Uh, I rolled two 19s. <laughs> oh, my God. And after bonus, it's a total of 25. Wow. Excellent. Oh, we got an excellent. <laughs> <laughs> With advantage, you said? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It barely matters because those are horrible rolls. I'm starting to hate these dice. Um... Oh, luckily I have plus nine to persuasion, so 16. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, Evelyn, in your chit-chat, you, you find out that the Atepka Society is known to the priesthood, so many of the people who, that you're talking to actually are quite aware of it. Uh, they, know, they don't know how many members there are in the city, but the priesthood believes it's pretty small. Um, but uh, the members are primarily good-hearted Chultons who in many respects, uh, share goals similar with those of the Harpers of the North. That is to say that they oppose any individual or group that would abuse power for, um, to the detriment of society. And uh, you also find out from them that this Zutepka society was instrumental in liberating Port Nyanzaro from foreign powers and facilitating the rise of the seven merchant princes after those powers were driven out. Do I hear any gossip about our group in particular, why we might be mm-hmm. personas non gratis They've heard nothing about your group in particular. Okay. Uh, when they tell you that when a society judges that someone has damaged the social fabric of Port Nyanzaru or Chult, or is on the verge of committing a great wrong, they will often present a warning in the form of an iron token with a triceratops head. Gotcha. Uh, and it's up to the marked individual or individuals to figure out the meaning of the token and take steps to correct the offending behavior or to undo the damage if damage has been done. Diaz, you learn all of this information, and Mm -hmm. in addition, you also learn that 
the society has of late been working tirelessly to prevent the Zentarum and other dubious factions from taking over the government or gaining undue influence. Um, moreover, they've been taking steps to covertly eliminate the threat from pirates, which is becoming an increasing problem in the area. And you hear uh, through the cant that there are probably fewer than 50 members of the Atepka Society, and they don't advertise their membership, but identify one another using a simple hand gesture, which is a raised left hand with the index finger, the middle finger, and the third finger extended, representing the three horns of the unicorn. Or, not the unicorn, the triceratops. Okay. Caca! Caca! The triceratops, caca! <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so uh, because of their secretiveness, not many people understand um, or, or, like, they have no idea where they're based or whatever. And, and you could be walking down the street and any of the, any of the faces you look at could be somebody who belongs to the Atepka Society. Okay, so what I got from this was we got a warning or same symbol of source to say that they believe we did something wrong and mm-hmm. all we need to do is correct it. Yep. What if we do? I don't know. But they also said we could try to interpret it and figure it out based on the disc that we got, it, got from them. Paulton, where's the disc? <laughs> <laughs> the disc. <laughs> yeah, remember we found it on the steps, the little thing had the triceratops on it? Aww. Turns out that's actually a warning or symbol of the Utepka Society. But, I mean, we don't need it, though, do we? Uh, uh, maybe we don't necessarily need it, but I feel like it could be helpful. Do you, do you think you could find someone that could deliver a letter to them? Maybe we could write a letter to them. A nice um, apology letter. Yeah, I mean, that was my thought, too. I thought about that. <gasps> and Strix will turn her staff into the quail pen and be like, I'm ready! <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep that at the ready. As soon as we can find someone, maybe we can actually get it to them. I can say sorry a lot. Yeah. Well, this is going on, <laughs> Evelyn. You have sort of transferred yourself to a private bath, this sort of big pool it, with all these uh, marble pillars surrounding it, and you're just sort of maybe sitting on a pool step or whatever. The water is scented and beautifully smelling, and you might have little cucumbers on your eyes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I also take some time to write a letter to my pen pal Omen while I'm there. You Oh, so you're going to, like, break out a writing kit or something and just I'm sure of... they have some there, right? They have, like, a little piece of paper and quill that I could rent, right? He does uh, have a big church. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So in that case, they'll probably after after you've taken your bath and you're just sort of wearing one of the uh, priesthood house coats, they'll just uh, put you in a small chamber where you can write out your letter. And there's some natural. I can't do it. By, I can't do it in the pool. Sure. Or that. Yeah. <laughs> just, they'd worry. They tell you not to get any ink in the pool. Oh, I'll be very careful. Okay. So you're just writing the letter by the side of the pool. Yeah, just, uh, which you know, pretty like much one cucumber yourself. on my eye, just like, yeah. la, la, la. <laughs> okay. Make a perception check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. With your one eye. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Like six. Okay. Uh, okay, you perceive nothing. Moving yeah. on, as always. So, um, Paulton does not produce the token DF. 
Okay. I'm sure it's fine. This is fine. Yeah, if we, I, I think if we need it, then we, we can, yeah. I mean, of course, you know, it's, it's around. I hit it tactfully. Well. Because I knew we'd need it, but I didn't want it on my person. You had it longer than I did. Do you remember anything else about it, aside from the fact that I had a triceratops on it? Do was I? There like, was there like a post-it note that just said something like? <laughs> um, nope, there was nothing. Now just the uh, just the triceratops, and it was uh, heavy. Well, heck. Same. <laughs> Strix writes the letter. Sorry, we lost your token, so we don't know what you did wrong. We did wrong. Whoops. Cross out you. It's not lost. It's misplaced. If it if it needs to, we can go find it again, though, right? Yeah. DF. Um, something yeah. flashes across your eyes, like oh, a light good. is like somebody's shining a light in your eyes, and when you look up on its source. There's somebody up on a uh, rooftop, a flat rooftop, uh, looking down in the general area where the three of you are. Uh, and you can see that the sunlight is gleaming off of a staff that this figure is holding. It's also gleaming off of the figure itself, which appears to be humanoid, wearing a white and blue robe, quite exquisite, with like gold fittings and things which also gleam in the sun. Okay. So. And then when it's it, clear that this figure has gotten your attention, you see it withdraw out of sight. Right away. Uh, nothing about it suggests to me that it's possibly Zentirum. Uh, you can't really get a great look at it um, uh, because you had the light in your eyes. It was a, okay. humi- it was a humanoid in a light colored robe, a white robe. <clears throat> okay. Do I notice that Dieth is distracted? You would have seen the light sort of flash across his eyes, and then he just sort of look up at the source of it for an instant there. What'd I miss? I think someone just signaled me. And we're going to find out who that was. He's over that way. That way? What's yeah. that way? Uh, uh, a dude. Come with me. Was, was he, like, on a roof or something? Or? Yes. Like, oh, okay, let me, well, let's figure, figure out what that's all about, and I'm going to just dimension door up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Perfect. Yeah, so See if you can find them. There's sort of a magical door effect that appears, but you're, I guess uh, your invisibility would end because it's concentration. Yeah, that's fine. So you appear as you are on the roof, and you are standing in the presence of a humanoid who looks like a cross between a man and a gold dragon. His head is that of a gold that dragon. Guy. He has golden claws, uh, or golden hands with black talons, and he looks like a half-dragon man in a robe carrying a staff with a green orb at the top. So after Paulton Dimension Door is up there, Dieth will turn to Strix uh, and just tell her to get up there and back him up. I'll catch up. Okay. I'll use my broom. So mm-hmm. after those two use your super cool magic powers and fly up and right. teleport or whatever onto you know, the No, I could dimension door you up too. Oh, or whatever. If you want. Evelyn. And you don't have to. <laughs> Save uh, yourself. Evelyn, as you are writing, somebody garrots you from behind. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was wondering. Not cool. And they must have come up out of the water. 
Uh, so everybody unreal. roll initiative. They're oh. there the whole time? <laughs> I didn't get to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> you, you may yet, if you roll high. We'll start with I, uh, Evelyn. I, I roll a nat one. Oh my god. I roll a nat 20, so 25 total. Holy shit. Balance. Strix. I got an 18. 18. Paulton. You know, when you said if you roll high, I'm like, you know what? That probably will result in a nat one, which it did. <laughs> Twins. But you have so, a bonus of like plus something, right? So, so a whopping three. Three. Great. So, uh, Diath, you see Paulton, bam, appear up on the roof, and he is visible. How far away did he go? Oh, he probably went about 50 feet. Oh, that's nothing for plus old... about Plus about 30 feet up. Oh, that's a problem for old DS. Uh, cutting action, dash, mm-hmm. get up to that, fast hands, and start climbing up onto that roof. Yeah, there are awnings and protuberances that you can basically leap from one to the other to kind of make your way up there, but I will ask you to make an athletics check. Oh, athletics? Yep. What if I said I was doing forward flips? That's great. Athletics. <laughs> I, believe, I believe athletics still needed, That's great. needed for your forward flips. Oh, okay. Cool. That's not bad. Uh, just a flat 15. Great. Uh, yeah. So you are able okay. to hop on up there and see this figure uh, who uh, kind of uh, seems a little bit threatened by the suddenness of Paulton's appearance and has turned his staff pointedly at your bard. So, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, same. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Do you want to do anything else? That's a, uh, that's a move. Uh, as soon as I get up there, I just be like, uh, I, got, uh, I got your signal. We're just here to talk. Okay. Um, then I do this. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> make, a, make, a pers- make a persuasion check. Maybe. <laughs> You're like, it could be raptor claws. Uh, persuasion 16. Uh, that seemed, your word, either your words, the sign, or some combination of tunes seemed to sort of stay his, whatever action he was planning, and he sort of lowers his staff. Oh, thank God. Cool. And, and says, you have been asking questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Did you get the answers that you seek? Not quite the ones that we were hoping for, No. He says, I can't tell you much, but I will tell you this. You are not the recipient of that token. I was going to also think that, but we are so guilt-ridden, I assumed it was for us. (laughs) He says, says, in a way, it was. Of course it was for us. Everything is ours. We have come to realize that there are others who look remarkably like you. Uh, that's exactly it. We know exactly what you're talking about. They are The token literal. was given to them. They I must see. have passed it on to you. Those clever bastards. That clever bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, then if you know this token, perhaps it would calm you to know that we have taken care of almost all of the recipients. The threats. The threats. Denai and Zyru. We have dealt with it. 
He says, the token has caused enough trouble. Return it to me. Yes, Fulton, let's return it. Right, audit dimension. Wait, are we still on initiative? Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, <laughs> okay. So uh, that right. will take us to Strix. Uh, <laughs> just, I'll uh, fly up there. With your broom. With my broom, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like, sorry, sorry. Right. So it's like smoke and like a yeah. bunch of like children's faces <laughs> or something. Like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then when I get up there, is that the same dragon man yes. that I recognize? Okay. Yes, when you last saw him, he had a pair of golden wings spreading yes. from his back, and he was flying up to the airship to greet you. you yes. Know, you know him as Zindar, the quartermaster. All right, I will wave. I was hiding from him, but I was peeking over a crate, so he might recognize me. So I'm like, oh, hi, Zindar! You remember me! Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Wait, you guys know each other? Oh uh, yeah, when I was with uh, with Omen and, and Acquisition Zinc, I, oh, I met him. Of course. What? It's helping. Look, he knows me. <laughs> uh, we don't mean you any harm, or Port Nine Zaru, or any of that. So I please. apologize if our token caused you any grievance. Well, you know, things have just been really hard, and we just we're just kind of don't want to leave any loose ends of people that will come find us and kill us later, because there's probably like twelve of those right now. So, <laughs> just so you know, <clears throat> we don't mean any harm. And here you go, and she'll like take a cookie out of her robe and just like toss it at him. All right, uh, he will <laughs> he will let the cookie fall onto the dusty roof, and then use a mage hand to kind of hold it up in the air. Uh, <laughs> While this is going on, Evelyn, you are being strangled to death. I need you oh, yeah. to make a constitution saving throw. Oof. Uh, con, 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 con. Oh, luckily. Is my con still buffed, even though I'm human? Yes. Sick. Lysander loves me. Lysander still yeah. loves you. Yeah, 15. Okay, you feel, you're so caught by surprise as this thing starts to uh, choke you out, you almost pass out right away. Um, But somehow, you just manage to fight it off, even though the darkness is now swelling behind your eyes uh, as this thing tightens around you. I just got this body back! (laughs) And uh, we come to Paulton's turn. Right. So said disc, like now, I'm going to ask him, do you monitor the discs to even see if they're received? No, we sort of lose track of them, actually. Because <laughs> it's never I... never them fall into the wrong hands. It's like, right. Well, I take it upon myself to not take what isn't mine. And I figured maybe somebody left this there for good reason, but I didn't assume it was for me, so... I just carried on and didn't disturb it. <laughs> Can I deceive? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, 25. He says, oh, all right then. No great loss. Mm. So, Zindar, is it fair to assume that you are part of the Utepka Society? If so, your secret is safe. I help them out from time to time. Certainly. Well, if nothing else, if you could at least deliver a message for us and let, let them know that whatever threat they were feeling was not us. It was 
clones of us. And I don't know if you missed the kerfuffle the other day, but we actually dealt with it. And just in case they come back again, that's not us either. Uh, okay. He says, uh, <laughs> 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 I was following up to a point. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, so there could be more of them, is what you're saying. Uh, we're s- not entirely sure. Strix? Uh, it's bad news. You have a hag problem, just so you know. They live under the city. It's a bad infestation. Yeah, you might want to, like, 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 guess that out or something. <laughs> he asks you for details about that, like, where in the city did you see them? Oh, yeah, she'll, she'll go all into that. She'll be like, and then okay. they were under there, and yeah. she'll tell them all about that and say, they're the Sone sisters, and uh, blah, blah, blah. He'll, okay. She'll tell him that everything. definitely, definitely, definitely interests him, and he assures you that he will have it checked out. Right, cool. And then she's like, that's where the clones are coming from, and they've also been cloning other people and kidnapping people and throwing them into a cauldron where there's a big hole full of bodies, and there it just reminded me. There have been a rash of kidnappings lately. They're bad news. We'll take care of it. I'm not one of them, even though I smell. You don't smell to me. <laughs> She's really happy. She's like, <laughs> And uh, he says, I won't trouble you any further. I will take your message to the members of the Atepka Society that I've been known to talk to in the past, and I'm sure this will all blow over smoothly. I wish you a safe trip back to wherever it is you call home. Much appreciated. Feel and free we, to return. Again, we mean no harm to them, and I hope things go smoothly. I'm sure. Is there will. like a uh, trouble yourself your, no further about it? Right. I don't know your typical Yatepka society rules or anything, but do you guys have like a, an apology system or anything? <laughs> like if you get the wrong target or something, you say sorry by giving them, say, a small treasure of sorts. <laughs> he says, no. Great. But maybe you could get us out of the port. We don't have anything to give the dragon turtle, and you know the dragon turtle really well. I, he says, we're not on speaking terms, but yes, I know Aramag quite well. Oh, what can we get? What can we give her? We don't. We are not really rich. We do things because we have good hearts. Unfortunately, kinda. He, he says, Aramag is wise. I'm sure he will. Take only as much as you can give. Might right. he take uh, something dangerous, but expensive? If you're not a bomb. To... <laughs> Shut up, Alton! If you're referring, <laughs> yes, uh, I'm sure. Dragon turtles are like other dragons, arrogant. They believe themselves able to handle and triumph over anything. <laughs> Strix just like smiles like, great, it's all I needed to know. Great, good to hear. All right, you see, wait, you see gold dragon wings sprout from his back and he cool. takes to the air. Neat. Uh, Evelyn, you get to go on your initiative count of one. Mm. Uh, you are being strangled by something behind you that you can't see. Tight cord wrapped around your neck. What would you like to do? Uh, oh, and at the start of your turn, you take some damage. The uh, the chat reminded me that I might have some sort of resurrection nerf. Is resurrection that the case? Nerf. 
Like they're like they're saying I should have minus four on penalty? saving throws. Hang yeah. on. I'm, I'm glad I, they're on your but side. But also I forgot. <laughs> but also I forgot that my aura of protection applies to me. You did so take I a long plus rest. Five. I did. So I don't chat. There you go. So actually, it should have been a twenty-one saving throw. Okay. So you didn't actually come close to blacking out. That's great. Uh, yeah. So boop, 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 boop. coming back from the dead. Blah 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 blah. So you've. So yeah. Every time you finish long rest, the penalty is reduced by one until it disappears. So you are currently minus three on your attack rolls, saving throws, and ability checks. Ah. Okay. So then it would have been an eighteen. Eighteen, which is fine. Attack rolls too, huh? Yeah. Minus three. Minus three mm-hmm. on. All the good stuff. And uh, as you're being choked out at the start of your turn, you took 15 points of damage. Well, la tee da. 15. Um, cool. So I imagine that if I've been chilling in the bath, I'm probably not having my weapons on me. That is true. Uh, but and I actually, was writing, yeah. Yeah. and I imagine I have a quill pen. You do have a quill pen. So I'm going to try to stab whoever it is behind yes. me in the eye All right. with the quill pen. Uh, make an improvised attack roll. Um, so it's just a, a regular... Um, uh, you don't add your proficiency bonus to the attack. Twelve. Okay. Uh, oh, minus three. Minus, Nine. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you sort of... Uh, weakened by your deathly ordeal, uh, you aren't able to actually stick it in something. It's kind of blocked as you swing it around and try to stab it in the neck. This uh, is really uncool. As you're sort of Naked Evelyn around. having a spa day can't fight off this person <laughs> right. strangling her because her friends didn't come to the bathhouse with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and as you sort of uh, flail and, and kick uh, around at the edge of the pool, uh, you hear the sound of other sort of disturbances in the water around you. Um, and that's when uh, blades start to try to pierce your flesh. Um, but uh, what's your AC without armor? Basically, just your dex bonus. <sighs> My dex bonus is two. Okay. Uh, so you are, you are struck, and you can see your blood kind of begin to pour into the water uh, as you take another 27 points of damage. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. You know what this feels like? It feels like driving a brand new car out of a lot and running right into a pole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, okay, Constitution, yeah. which equals out to Minus a plus three. one. Yeah. Or no, plus two. Correct. Yeah. So, um... You get to aura protection your own Constitution saving throw? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, swear to God 15. If you just die again. Okay, uh, so you also take... Uh, because no one would go with me to the bathroom. <laughs> you also take 23 poison damage. Okay. Stop. Is it still worth it for not being clean? <laughs> you know, I'm sorry that Evelyn wanted a little hashtag self-care after being, you know, <laughs> dead. Yeah. They tried to throw Strix's hat away! All right, uh, Evelyn, we'll circle back around. Uh, actually, you know, it's the guy who's strangling your turn, so I need you to make another constitution saving throw. Oh, fun. I make one on my turn and his turn? You make a, so you make a constitution saving throw to resist falling unconscious on his turn. You make a constitution saving throw whenever you're stabbed by a poison blade on your turn. Oh. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, oh, well, that's just a nat one. That's oh. just a nat one. Okay. That's uh, great. So you pass really out. <laughs> what do the rest of you do? Oh, we're going back to the bathhouse to find Evelyn. <laughs> yeah, uh, high five, have a party, get a couple of drinks, and then we'll meet up with her in an hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I blame Omen. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> uh, yeah, if our business with uh, Zinder is resolved, then. I, I, I do think like that uh, DS natural reaction would be to be like, all right, well, we can let Evelyn know that everything is sorted. Maybe we can get ourselves some time in the bathhouse. When you get to the bathhouse, you see that there is a ruckus outside, uh, a bunch of priests standing outside talking to guards. Oh, that's probably bad. That's yeah. probably bad. And, and people just sort of standing curiously out, kind of forming a horseshoe ring to see what is actually going on inside. But it's very clear, based on the tenor of the scene, that something bad has happened inside the bathhouse. I'm going to try to get closer and closer as much as possible to kind of overhear what they're saying and try to glean what's possibly going in there. Yeah, uh, apparently uh, two assassins uh, slipped into the bathhouse to murder an individual inside. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> I turned back, pulled tricks, and like ah! get back in there as fast as possible. Are they going to let us in? Uh, don't care. Uh, so you, the guards actually do try to prevent you from going inside. If you want to try to slip past them, you can either use stealth or just acrobatics to slip past Invisibility them. for Invisibility me, please. Invisibility would work as well. Uh, Diaz would not have time to sneak around them. He, he had too much of a sense of urgency, so he'd rather use acrobatics to kind of break through and handle okay. it himself. Go ahead and make a check. All right. Against their, opposed by their strength. Athletics. That's right. For Evelyn. 19. Okay, one of the guards actually catches you. Shit! <laughs> and kind of pushes you back out. Um, but you feel something invisible brush past you and go inside as you oh, are perfect. repelled. If it falls, it falls, that's fine. When the guard catches him, can Strix just reach out and touch him and turn him into a cloud? Yeah. Uh, I would absolutely allow that. Okay. Yeah. Strix is just okay. like straight up staring at the guard, just like really weird, and she just touches him and turns <laughs> him into a cloud. Okay, uh, yes, uh, you do, Diath. As soon as you become a cloud, uh, a couple of the priests say, that's exactly what the assassins did. Oh, balls. Then I turn into a cloud. <laughs> 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 and right. just go inside. Yes. Uh, um, uh, Paulton, when you go inside and you sort of make your way through chambers, you follow the crowd and the ruckus to where the scene of the crime happened and you see a pool red with blood. And at the edge of that pool, you see Evelyn um, uh, basically kind of sitting in a recliner chair as a couple priests wave at her. She is alive, um, wounded, and... Uh, uh, coming to her senses. Evelyn, after you went blank, you don't remember anything until you were awakened by two wet cat people um, who told you that uh, they, they startled the assassins and scared them off. And uh, so you are basically on this uh, chaise lounge, uh, reclined, clutching, you know, your wounded 
as, as they're bandaging you up, uh, you, you can probably heal yourself at this point since you've kind of regained your senses if you have a lay on hands. Uh, okay. Uh, my party is here. They see me. You don't see anybody from your party. You see, some, you see some priests of soon. You see some guards who were called in, and you see these two drenched cat people. Uh, one of them looks like uh, you've met you've met Tabaxi before, or mm-hmm. seen them in Port Nyanzaru. This appears to be a male and a female. The male's sort of got a golden tawny coat, and uh, the female's got more of silvery gray sheen to her fur. Uh, but they talk to each other like they've known each other for a very long time. And As she comes to, then Evelyn's going to be like, dang it, I just, I just got this. And she's just futzing around with her body and doing, like, lay on hands, like, smoothing off the wound and, like, you know, like, she, like she's, like, putting on lotion, yeah. you know, like, mm, oh, gosh, dang it, I just got, and, yeah. and then she, she's like, thank you so much, what, what yeah, happened? The, and you heard the guards question the two tabaxi, apparently, um, uh, uh, their names are River Mist and Flask of Wine. And Aww. they showed up here to be pampered, and they came upon you being accosted by uh, two assassins in the water, leapt into the water onto the assassin's back, raked at them madly with their claws until the assassins finally broke off and fled. And the assassins kind of turned into water snakes as they Aww. slithered out of the bathhouse. Ew. Also, I would imagine that the smell of blood in the water would be, like, overpowering to Evelyn right now. So mm-hmm. I think she mm-hmm. is, like, kind of reacting to that, too, a little. Like, yeah. Like, it's, it, well, the blood, is, it's kind of turned the water a pinkish hue, so it's not sat, so saturated oh, okay. that it's... It, in fact, the smell of the blood probably isn't greater than the perfume scent that was in the water. Oh, okay. So you're okay. Well, then, then she's fine. And, and, and she's Pal- just... Palton, do you want to stay invisible or reveal yourself at any point? Um, okay, so what, what's, so there's the two cat people, there's, there's Evelyn, there's people, guards. There's, there's two priests of the bathhouse tending to Evelyn, and there's a couple guards interrogating the two cat people. Not interrogating, if, questioning them. Yeah. If Paulton does see me, I assume I'm not wearing my boots right now, right? Probably not. Not in the water. Yeah. So this would be the first time that uh, Paulton would notice that Evelyn actually, uh, her leg ends below the knee at her left leg. Ends below the knee. She sees this, is like, huh. Question for later. I'm going to stay invisible. Okay. But then I'm going to try and, like, get behind her. Okay. Just so I can, like, how close is, are the, are they to her? Is she just kind of, like, alone right now? Um, she's, they sort of move back and forth, like they'll bring her a towel or they'll, they'll, they'll check her bandages about once every three or four minutes and remove them, take them away. Uh, they'll bring her a drink. Uh, basically the priests are doing their utmost to prove that this place, you know, they feel mm-hmm. terrible that assassins slipped in here and kind of wrecked Evelyn's experience. And so they're doing their utmost to pamper and tend to her, but they do leave her alone for brief periods of time, enough that you could like whisper in an ear or talk to her in low tones. Evelyn tries to hold hands with the tabaxi who saved her a lot. Okay. She's just yeah. like thanking them and like rubbing their rubbing their paws Pause. on her face and like, you know, just like, I'm so sorry to be such a burden. I just oh, I just wanted to spot it and I just ruined it for everybody and now the pool's all gross. Oh. Um at a moment where she's a little more alone, I'm just going to like 
tell her really quietly. I'm I'm assuming she I don't have okay, so she'll she'll know my voice. So I'll just be like, Hey, okay. Don't panic, don't panic, don't panic, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. I'm in here right now. I don't think I'm supposed to be in here, but if you can, it's a dive. I've also been very, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been chivalrous. I have not, I've not been looking. So that's not an issue. Um, just it's like when you can get out of here, we're all outside. Last I checked and just get it going when you can. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Cool. See you. Outside. Yeah. Strix, what do you do now that you're both gas clouds standing outside and the guards around you are kind of freaking out? Uh, uh, just... Oh, also, as invisible, I would like to leave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> as he, as we'll she just... hears him kind of going, she's like, wait, wait. Uh, oh. Can we just chill until we see Evelyn come out? Uh,. If he's still invisible, we won't see him come out. Oh, yeah, we won't see Paulton come out. All right. Well, yes. If I'm coming out, would I happen to recognize said clouds? Well, I was just going to ask, uh, since you guys don't know what's going on in the bathhouse or where Paulton is relative to Evelyn, or even if Evelyn's alive, what are the two gas clouds doing in these moments? Oh, we're, we're going to go into the bathhouse. Yeah, we're, we're still trying to you get just, in. Okay, then you, you they can't stop you, so you're able to basically float in uh, yeah. room to room. And I'm just that, like, plank off! And you probably, Paulton, as you're leaving the chamber where Evelyn is in and kind of stepping out into the hall, you probably come face to face with the two gas clouds who are being followed by the guards? And uh, I, I, it's do. Is it safe for me to assume that I know what these clouds are? Yes, they are. They are. They bear a striking likeness to your two friends. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, guys, she's fine. She'll be out soon. Get out of here. Do we hear that? Yep. All right. Do the Can guards hear that? <laughs> oh. Who knows? So, so, I'm just going to keep like sneaking as I say that. I'm like, I'm, st- I'm still getting out of here. Like, ducking so, under their snow. Yeah. Then I guess as clouds, like Deeth and Strix turn to each other mm-hmm. and then just kind of shrug and then start. <laughs> just go the other way. Just kind of cloud shrug and like, all right, just okay. kidding. A couple of the guards shrug their shoulders in confusion as you start to drift back out. And they, will follow you. <laughs> they will follow you back out. Um, and when you emerge, some people are startled by the cloud forms of Dieth and Strix as they emerge from the bathhouse. Wait, so when they're clouds, is it just like cloud versions of themselves? Yeah, yeah basically. Oh my god, this whole time I thought they were literal clouds. I'm like, why, why would they like follow like mist? I didn't realize they're like, they're like, yeah. like, like mushroom looking people. Yeah, like, exactly. Or, yeah. Not mushroom, marshmallow. Yeah. I always picture Strix as with a witch hat, too. To yeah, <laughs> so just like, oh, okay, that's less discreet than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so once you're all back outside, and at this point in time, basically untouchable to the guards, are you just hanging out around here, or are you going to drift away? He said wait for Eve, wait, she'll be out, so I guess we'll... Yeah. Okay. Wait, and I'll just make a game of mocking the guards as a cloud. Okay. Are these guards just standing there like, it's like, we're going to wait till you're done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's got to wear off sometime. Uh, okay, so you're hanging out there. Evelyn, what do you do? Uh, at this point in time, uh, the tabaxi uh, are going to be treated by the priesthood to um, the finest that the bathhouse has to offer. Uh, it was Flask of Wine, and what was the other one's name? River Mist. River Mist. I want to spend time talking to River Mist and Flask of Wine and like profusely thank them for saving me and ask if there's anything I can do in return. Uh, 
Well, they, uh, they do work in the city uh, and outside the city a great deal. And, you know, life in the city can be expensive. If you uh, know any opportunities for them, anybody who might be looking for guides into Chult, perhaps, they would be very grateful. Oh, you need money? Here, I have 35 gold. I just give that to them. Oh, they, you take it out of whatever your parcel of stuff is. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, they won't turn it down. They say thank you, um, and uh, they, they hope that you have a better day uh, from this point forward, and uh, they bid you farewell. And if, if anyone asks for a guide, I'll be sure to tell them, but I think I only have, like, um, 20 more minutes till my ship leaves, so... I'm not sure how you many recommendations I'll be they able say. to uh, say. Not really. I mean, but we have passage on a ship, but it's unclear whether a dragon turtle's going to try to eat us when we leave. I don't know. It's kind of a thing. They, they seem to know about Aramag. Yeah. We have to go to Waterdeep. I'd rather stay here, but... Um, but yes, they take the, they take the gold. Uh, they sort of uh, parcel it away in their pouches. All right, well, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, and then as I'm leaving, is there like a, like a, you said the managers are kind of like administering to us and like giving yeah. the finest ticket offer. Yeah. Are they, are they going to try to charge me for? Oh, no, no. Okay. No. So it was all complimentary. Yeah. I, I mentioned that, um, you know, if they felt like maybe replacing my garments that had been really damaged, that that might, you know, be yes, really helpful. They, they will, they will allow you to pick, um, out of their uh, parlor, anything that fits that you think is going to work with your ensemble. What kind of clothes do they have? Uh, most of them are uh, light, diaphanous uh, summer, we- summer weather wear because Port Nine's Aro <laughs> is so humid and warm. Okay. I pick what I think is the most appropriate for sailing. So okay. I think I'm in like resort wear. Okay. Um, and then I so just like put, massive floppy yeah. hat, sandals. Yeah. 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 And, and like a super flowing dress, like a yeah. sundress. It's right. like linen. Yeah. Um, and then I just put my armor over that. Okay. <laughs> Fun. Okay. Oh my god. You come out in your weird sort of diaphanous clothing. It's kind of bunching out from under your armor in weird places. And yeah. Okay. Uh, Evelyn does emerge eventually. Um, the guards mm-hmm. are aware that she was the victim of this attack. They don't hinder her, and they, but they do ask if you're going to file any report. Uh, you know, we just don't really have time, so it's fine. It's nothing that hasn't happened before. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Uh, do I, am I reunited with my party? Uh, you do, do, see, see, you the, do see Gas uh, Diath and Gas Strix out there being surrounded by guards. Do you guys think we should file a report? Oh, they're with you. Yeah, I'll uncloud us as one. soon as they as soon as they say that. Like, <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> We're unclouded. Yeah. If 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 uh, Evelyn, you take custody of your gassy friends, um, <laughs> they're not so gassy friends. Uh, they will let them go. Just, we were just trying uh, to help her. Sorry. I think just uh, you know, don't worry about it. We, we just know that if ever we come by Chult again, we will have friends at the, the saloon bathhouse, won't we? Or say, so whatever this bathhouse. Soon. Soon. All right. <laughs> Are we leaving? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> so of course, someone makes me take a bath! <laughs> As as we're as we're like walking away, like I'm still invisible, so I kind of want to just like walk by one of the guards. Yep. 
just like flick them on the ear and make them think another guard did it, mm-hmm. and then just keep walking. <laughs> okay. Uh, those two guards get into an argument. Like, <laughs> 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 All right. So even when you got your stuff all sort of slung over your shoulder and you're making your way along in these strange new garments that you've acquired. Um, so, I have all my gear as usual, except a pretty dress right, underneath it. Right, and you've I cleaned sl- all my boots, armor. You've slapped your boots back on. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all—they're all clean. They're resplendent. It's great. Yeah, so, Paul, then you can't take your eye off that foot. You're like, mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. so uh, along the way back, as Evelyn just kind of flies alongside the party, yeah. uh, Diaz will explain to her everything that had happened with Zinder, and that we got the uh, uh, the. Our troubles cleared up. That wasn't meant for us. We're actually clean. They aren't going to be coming after us. So now there's no more confusion. We're good here. I imagine that Evelyn was really excited to try to tell Diaz all the stuff she found out. Like, she helped. And then Diaz was like, oh, yeah, we're, we already fixed. We figured it all out. We fixed it. <laughs> also, we could give the dragon turtle the bomb, and he'll love it. All right. Well, good thing that uh, She'll I, love didn't, it. I didn't come with you guys because it sounds like you didn't need me at all. So, and I just got into trouble and uh, yeah, it's fine. So <laughs> Somebody else bailed you out. Yeah. Yeah. We're sorry we left you alone and you got in trouble so soon. I, I no, it's fine. Really it's fine. Bad. It's probably better that I wasn't with you because it just would have ruined the whole thing. Strix will like walk up and grab Evelyn by the shoulders and say, never say we won't need you. It hurts. And then she just like, keeps walking. <laughs> All right, back at the ship, um, the captain and crew are ready to go. As you board the vessel, uh, Captain Ortemay will tell you that uh, the sloop doesn't, it's mostly, it's got a big top deck. The crew spends most of their time up there, and they've got the ship well under hand. They don't need any help from you. Uh, There is a compartment or a little sort of house at the back of the ship where you can go inside and make yourselves comfortable in a shared cabin with enough room that you can kind of lay your stuff out in separate corners and there's like a hammock for each of you. Uh, Waffles will be, and you will be a tight fit in here, but Waffles can sleep on the deck out front or... Okay. Just as long as we make sure we have Waffles and Simon with us. Uh, And the the ship uh, pulls, uh, uh, leaves the dock, heads out across the harbor and into the bay and then raises its sails to catch the warm wind uh, racing toward the strait. And uh, as you get close to the strait, Ortemay will just knock on your door, tell you that you're approaching uh, chances. Aramag doesn't always show up when a ship passes through the strait, but often ships leaving are, are intercepted, um, particularly if they seem heavy of hold. Right. Do we still have a plan for this? What if we yes. tell them we're poor? We're going to... Look... They're an arrogant dragon turtle. They'll want the most powerful thing that we have. And that is that crazy bomb that what you'll if, just take the key out and then we'll throw it off the ship. How about the, the, the okay, because taking the key out, we're assuming, is going to like start it back up, right? Well, it's a dragon. They can handle it. They, they, they want to handle the scariest things, the worst things. And that's definitely the worst thing we have. Yeah, that's but, the fear Paulton. Yeah, so what if we just give them the bomb with the key still in it? And it's like, we can't hey, give any, no, no, those, those can't go to that. How do, how do we know that that won't kill us? Right, so why don't we just give it as is? I can't 
I can't just leave a key on no, a No, we can't. We'll just, we'll take it out and then open a dimension door and throw it down towards the dragon turtle. Evelyn's looking at Paulton like for once she's like, thinks those two are crazy and they are the only two people who understand reality. <laughs> she's like, how, how, I don't understand how this doesn't make sense. Giant bomb, huge kaboom. Yeah, so it's like, okay, so really quick, let's go over it. So we can't give him the key. Why? Refresh me. Because for whatever reason, Shemeshka wants them. And the more she gets, the more dangerous things become. Okay, so were we going to be like, here's your key. Also, it's in a bomb, lol. And you think she can't get that? I don't know. We really shouldn't give her the bomb. We're not going to give her the bomb. (laughs) Tempting, but no. Okay, well, because here's the thing. Um, You know, I don't want to be blown up. I know, it's really weird. It's a super, it's like, it's a weird preference thing. It's not for everyone. But for me, uh, living is kind of working. So, how about we not blow ourselves up because you're assuming that this dragon can stop the explosion. This dragon that we heard about like an hour ago. It's really big. I've seen it. I flew over it. It's and, really big. And yeah, you it's, asked it's it, hey, are as big if not bigger than Clouth. It's massive. Holy we're just going to give it, yeah, we're just going to give it, it's fine. <laughs> listen, Paul, but it's fine. And you want to throw an active bomb at it. Am I'll I go out, listen, I'll go out of my broom and take the key out and throw it. It'll be fine. Yo, no. hey, can I just point something out here? When have you ever seen Paulton care this much about a plan? It might be that there's a is serious problem with it. The serious problem is that it entails me dying, and I'm I'm so not about that life. Well, here, Paulton, and she'll just, like, or hand that. him her broom and be like, you don't want to die, you can fly in the broom, and I'll just throw it myself. Then you blow up. Then... Like that, sis, do you like stop trying to stop? Stop that. She the really solution. Really, she like gets really crestfallen when she'll stop. She's like, eh. the solution isn't like, hey, look, an explosion. Let me throw myself at it. That's not going to fix it. Hold on. Let me check something. Can I see the bomb for just a minute? Who has it? I forgot who we put it on. Do Evelyn I still have it? Has, Evelyn it's in has my it. backpack. Okay, I just I need to see it. I'm not doing anything. Bag. She's like ruffling through stuff. I think it was in there. I'm pretty sure I put yeah, it. Yeah, it's hmm. down there. Where? Yeah. yeah, I'm not doing anything. I, I just want to see it. You see yeah. it? It's got this so, piece sticking out. All right, it has been some time since I looked at this, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I would like to once again re-examine the mechanisms and try to uh, figure out uh, generally how much time is actually left on the timer. Because when I first deactivated it, I thought it was only a minute left. Yeah. And after all the hijinks, it seemed like it was more than a minute, so I might have been wrong. So I just want to double check and see if I can still figure out exactly how much time is left. Make an intelligence arcana check. Arcana! Can I just point out as you're examining this that I actually don't think it's cool to just, like, bomb a dragon that's never done anything to us? And also that could do something to us that, let's say, the explosion doesn't kill it. Arcana check 15. Okay. I can, can I assist? Because I have that. Uh, yeah, you can stand over his shoulder and point to stuff so you get advantage on the check. Okay. <laughs> Just like, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 18. Uh, hard to say, but you'd venture to guess that just a few seconds. Um, oh. 
A few seconds? Yeah. Okay, so so it's got a few you think it's got a few seconds. So there's literally no way you we can do that without leaving the key in. I think Paulton's right. You hear a knock on the door and uh uh you hear Ornamay's voice says, I think I better come out here. I have uh, mage hand, so I can do it with mage hand. Evelyn opens the door and up. comes out there. Yeah, when you go outside the door, some a warm wind has picked up and Evelyn as you kinda of look around, the ship is sailing uh, through the strait of the Bay of Chult, and you can see that there is a storm brewing ahead out in the open sea, and you're starting to get the, the, the brush of that. Um, but it is sort of whipping some of the palm trees and things on the high ridges to each side of you, on the land masses that sort of form the pincer claw around the bay. And uh, as that picks up, the waters in the strait do seem to churn a little bit more, but there is something there that is looks like an island at first and then sort of goes down under the water ahead of it. Oh, no. Fulton is just like, all right, I'm, it's like, you know what? Fine. Keep your, keep your bomb, keep your key. It's fine. And he's just like, it likes, it likes magic shit, right? That's what we've established. If we don't have. Valuables, money, treasure, whatever. All right. Wait, Chris, they said like magic stuff too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's like, all right, fine. And he just takes out his mandolin, just like chucks it at their feet. It's just like, use what? that, just just throw it in. I don't give a shit, dude. And he just goes back to the room. Look what you guys did. He's I didn't do it. I did I'm so guilty. I don't even know Mandolin's not going to do anything if I'm dead, so it doesn't make a difference. But how will you fly? Already he- gone. He's already gone. Brix <laughs> is just yelling at the door. How will you fly? <laughs> Look, I'll talk to the dragon turtle, okay? I have I have a pile of pretty things. I got some magic stuff. I'll figure it out, okay? Okay. Evelyn goes flying toward the dragon turtle. Okay. Uh, as you fly off the ship, you see that the dragon turtle is underwater and making its way toward the ship on an intercept course. But it is underwater. She just kind of hangs out, like not trying to engage it, but waiting until it surfaces. Okay. It surfaces next to the ship. And the rest of you on the ship see this gargantuan shell rise up, water cascading off of it. No, not me. It's it's all sort of jagged and encrusted with barnacles. You can actually see there's like an anchor stuck in part of it. And um, as... Its fleshy head rises up. You see that the head is about the size of, gosh, a building. And uh, its smile, if you can call it that, is big enough to drive a wagon through. And steam seems to billow out of its nostrils as it rises um, and turns its head toward the ship. You see um, that the water around the vessel now becomes uh, just like this churning maelstrom or cauldron around this gargantuan behemoth. Uh, And as you stare into its face, you see that one of its eyes is clouded over with cataracts, and there's like all this sort of burn and scar damage around it that looks quite old. So it's really looking at you through its one good eye. I kind of curtsy in midair. (laughs) 
oh, wow, you're real big and and beautiful. Um, hello, my name is Evelyn, and I represent those traveling on the ship, and um, I'm hoping that we can present an offering that is uh, satisfactory to you. I have this pile of pretty things, and I would love if you would take those. And then also, I, I noticed your eye doesn't look real good. Would you like some healing? Dump it. What? Dump it. I still, I still. Dump it. Dump, 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 dump it. it. Dump it. She throws <laughs> it in his mouth. Dump it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you sort of throw it in its mouth. Um, it sort of falls onto its tongue and down into its gullet. And it says, what else? Oh, I have the most amazing thing. Do you like music? (laughs) (laughs) You don't? Why? Can I hear its voice? Everybody can hear its voice. There's no (laughs) doubt about it. You just hear Paul just like, just give it to him. Um, What about that healing? Did your eye, do you want any healing? It says, I don't care about your spells. I don't need your pity. Just go, your treasure. I'll go back out there. Edith will call out, Evelyn! Now hold on, hold on. She pulls out. <laughs> Paulton just picks. She pulls get, out the whole am symbol I up there of now? Ravenkind. Everybody's out, out there, yeah. I'm just going to pick up the mandolin, just throw it no, in. Paul, no, It's okay. Evelyn catches the mandolin in one hand, and then well, make it, actually, the holy... Just make a, uh, dex, a dexterity saving throw to catch the uh, mandolin. Dang it. As you swoop down. This is the third nat one I've rolled. Oh, okay. I hate these dice. Can, okay. can I just say, though, because before I was doing that, before he did that, or at the same time, I was also pulling out the holy symbol of Ravenkind and holding it. Oh, sure, you can pull that out. Uh, the mandolin goes out into the water and just sort of bobs up and down on the surface of these churning waves. Can I dive for it? Um, Wait, does that imply it didn't make it? or No, it, you threw it over. Oh, okay. It just hasn't sunk into the water. It's just oh, sort God. of next I'll, to the creature. I'm just, I'm uh, but, but it does... Like, Everyone, it does, stop! I have magic! It does, it does look at it. it. Um, it does look <laughs> at it uh, and see sort of like these lightning marks and storm clouds worked into its design, and it does seem kind of entranced by it for a moment, and then Strix takes it. Everybody no, roll no, initiative. Just no, no, I'm just giving it to him. Oh, okay, oh. you're just going to hand it to him. Okay, so you're holding I it up in front of him. I was bargaining with him. And you're bargaining with him, but you see that its attention is now on this mandolin. Even. No. Did you want and to try I- to grab it from the mage hand? We don't have to I do want this. to try to shove the holy symbol of Ravenkind in its eye, and not like in its eye, but you know, like in its view. Okay. And be like, no, this instead. Done, picked. Everyone just stop. Pretty like, sure it wants take, both. It's going to take both. everything you throw at it. So, I mean, if, if, if there's anything else you don't want, then please have at it. <laughs> yeah, I will never say no to treasure. I try to take the mandolin back and say this instead. Don't. All right. Evelyn, please, can we just. Everybody roll initiative. It doesn't like being given something and having it taken away. Everybody roll, please. Six. No! Six for Strix, is that? It's Anna. Oh, Anna. Cool! Okay, nat 20. Thank God, I'm going to talk to it. Okay, DF. Eight. Eight. Strix. Seventeen. What would you like to do, Paulton? 
Um, I see he's like getting hostile. You see, uh, yeah, he he is aghast that something would be uh, offered to him and then snatched back in replacement for something. I, I'm going to tell him, be like, we weren't taking it back. We we weren't faking you out. We simply noticed that it just could have used a little polish, and we wanted only the shiniest treasure for you. Yes, we should only give him the greatest treasure that we have. And I would like to, I don't know what that would qualify as. Uh, make a persuasion check. Okay. Okay. 17. Okay. Uh, he doesn't seem swayed. Halton, it's all right. I think you're right. We can give him the bomb with the key. We're Great. already giving him everything. He, yeah, let's throw plenty. waffles in there too. Why not? No! <laughs> I don't like that everyone's arguing. <laughs> Look, as long as the bomb stays with us, it's the slightest jostle could decimate all of us. It's dangerous. If he takes it and just keeps it safe, then we don't and then we don't have to worry about that. It's not a danger to us or everything around us, wherever we are, wherever we end up. Keeping that with us is more dangerous than getting rid of it. You and see Ortomay's crew throw a, open up sort of a chest with some gold in it and then toss that over into the sea. Sploosh. And if this means giving up a key with it to keep all of us and who knows, wherever we end up safe, then we'll do that. But you guys are asking to give up pieces of yourselves. You can't, can't do that. I'm sorry, I only collect garbage. Don't have anything to give up. Uh, Paulton, do you want to do anything else on your turn besides talk? Oh, you actually used an action to make a check. So, okay. So yeah. next, uh, Strix, do you want to do anything? There's not much I can do, so I don't know where the bomb is. Where's the bomb? Diaz has it. Yeah. Diaz has it. Oh, okay. Um... All right, she's just gonna stare. Okay. <laughs> um, DF, the key comes out of the bomb on its own and goes into the water. And evil, <laughs> evil Paulton appears next to you. <gasps> and then turns to good Paulton and says, Hey, <laughs> if you don't want that mandolin. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> also, you and me, we're going to talk later. He looks Both at the bomb now. and says, You think so? <laughs> and then it is. Throw it! Diaz's turn. How quickly can I <laughs> do things? <clears throat> okay, first off, uh, fast hands. Faster than ever, uh, put another key right into it and, and try to like stop the bomb again. Woo! And I'm keeping a hand on there. Okay, you stick it in. The bomb stops ticking. Good. I kick Evil Paulton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Evelyn, what do you do? Evil uh, Paulton's like, how many of those do you have? Uh, I see all this happening on the deck, right? Can I, can I yeah. want to make a, can I make my melee attack against Evil Paul? And like, I want to kick him. Oh, you actually want to not just like kick him as in like a boot to the ass. You actually want to like, No, I'm kicking him. him. Got it. Okay. Like over? Ideally. 
<laughs> uh, go ahead, and since this is, if your intention is to shove him off the deck with a kick, make a uh, strength athletics check versus his strength athletics check. This is All right. Shove. Oh shit! Nineteen. Oh fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, you push him, and he goes into the drink. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and and then I notice at the same time seeing seeing me fall down there. I'm just like, oh, that was that was disorienting. Yeah, I did not like that. All right. Yes, he goes over into the water, into the churning water. Uh, Evelyn, what do you do? Do I know that that is evil, Paulton? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> you were <laughs> dead. <laughs> So your friends told you that there were clones of you running around doing evil shit. And, I mean, it looks like Paulton, but longer hair. <laughs> and, um, but they kind of look, you know. I'm going to roll a perception check. Okay. What, how, how hard do you think it will be for Evelyn to, to know, in, in that split second when she sees Paulton fall off the boat? Yeah. How hard do you think it is for her to uh, know? Probably not hard. Yeah, we, we still Well, have... I rolled that one! Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, okay well... Yeah, yeah, Paulton just went over, and <laughs> you're not Never sure why. Never use that die again. I paid so much money for these <laughs> stupid designer <laughs> dice, and they roll like crap. <laughs> Evelyn, you, you see Paulton floundering around in the churning water. She dives for him immediately. <laughs> Paulton, hold no! up, hold up! No, no, Paulton, no! no! All right, you, she dives for him, and uh, he grabs onto you as you hoist him out of the water. And the dragon That's turtle's the like, can I yell at her and be like, no, mine. drop it. Yeah, That's give it to mine. him. Okay, so I guess, actually, if, if I see Paulton on deck saying, yeah. that's not me, oh yeah, give it to him, I would I would think that it would all click in place, and I throw evil Paulton to the <laughs> dragon. Okay. Just like, stop taking things okay. from him! He is going to try to hold onto you, or actually, no, more precisely, he is going to try to grab the mandolin um, as you hurl him. So okay. go ahead and uh, just make a opposed strength check. I'm, I need to use different dice. This is ridiculous. Uh, seven. I'm sorry, seven? All right, <laughs> seven. <laughs> Chris. Okay. I'm getting out my other dice. Don't worry. Okay. Can I re-roll with better dice? <laughs> uh, well, no, you rolled a seven. Um, so, okay, uh, so you were able to throw him off. He snatches the mandolin as he falls, and he says, It's mine! Ha <laughs> ha! And then goes into the dragon turtle's mouth. I'm so mad. You got it. And then the dragon turtle just sort of swallows him. Well, you got it. I have to look up the mandolin powers. Is that... I have it here because I was going to use it today. Didn't think that's how, but hey, uh, it's got cure wounds, dispel magic, fly invisibility, levitate, protection from energy, lightning only, and protection from evil and good. Okay. Or had, rather. Until Paulson had a temper tantrum and threw it at a turtle dragon. All right, so and Evelyn, it was going to work. Evelyn grabbed Paulton and then hurled him away, and now it is Paulton's turn. Evelyn feels very weird about having fed any Paulton to a turtle dragon, dragon turtle. I'm going to s- s- tell him again, be like, okay, look, 
we gave you we gave you your your mandolin. We gave you your magic uh, dude. Uh, we've given you we've literally given you everything we could possibly give you. Can you please just please just grant us passage? Make another persuasion check. Oh, okay. That is a 27. It says, as you were. And I have to do something. Uh, And uh, it moves away from the ship. Can Strix try to jump in and get the key? Yes, please. Strix, get the key, please. Uh, do not take anything else from him. Jesus. He's already leaving. It's just the key. It's just the key. It's just the key. Strix, yeah, Strix you see him go. You see him basically kind of going down away and then down under the water. Okay. You see so his he's big sort of weird blah, blah, back fins come up. The key was just on the deck, wasn't it? No, he threw it overboard. Yeah. So You're going to go down in the water? Strix will <clears throat> alter self so that she can breathe underwater. All right. Oh. You're still on your broom? Um, if it's faster to look around, yeah, it's, she's still in her broom okay. underwater, which is kind of fun. Yeah, so she just goes <laughs> right down, Yay! right down into the water. She's like holding on to it as <clears throat> it would like work underwater. Right, at, right as he leaves, I just immediately go from like standing to just. <laughs> <sighs> Ortame puts a hand on your shoulder and just sort of says, "Well done." Well, well, well. <laughs> well, like that went smoothly. <laughs> uh, I look. I'm like, thank you. Yeth <laughs> <laughs> is uh, standing at the edge of the boat, holding the bomb and still the other key, and just like looking overboard, panicking. It's sort of a panic, just watching for Strix and make sure she's getting it, or she's getting it, or she's okay, or whatever. Okay. Just I like to imagine Strix. you can see like a little green light underwater, just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Evelyn will fly back to Paulton as he collapsed on the deck, and she'll kind of like sit down next to him and be like, "Why did you do that?" Strix, make a perception check. You have dark oh. vision, so that's helpful. That is helpful. Uh, it's actually quite deep in the strait, so you're going down quite a ways. The ship, the ship's hull, lit from the sky above, looks kind of small by the time you look up at it again. Oh. Uh. Oh, that's not, no, it's not plus anything. So, 14. Okay. You're not able to find the key. Um, you do see that the dragon turtle is turning its great bulk down toward you. Oh, God. Can I look again? Sure. Okay. I'm just going to keep looking. Go ahead and make another check. Oh, that's really good. Uh, Come on, Strix. Come on. That's uh, 19. You do see it shining oh, uh, down on, on a reef, and you grab hold of it. Uh, and that's when the dragon turtle attacks you. Uh, it, only, it only rolled a two on its attack roll, so that's a yes! four, that's a fourteen to hit your AC. Um, yeah, that still that still hits. <laughs> okay, um, uh, then it will bite you for. Laugh it up, Chris Perkins. Gee, I'm just yeah. Your armor class makes me mad. Sorry. Uh, it's weird how someone says, stop taking his stuff, stop taking his stuff, and yet still, it's like, maybe we okay. should take his stuff. Leave me alone! <laughs> uh, Strix, as it comes in, it just sort of opens its big beak-like maw, and you see its lower jaw just kind of shovel across the ground, gathering up 
the ground as well. Like it's going to try to clamp you right on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as it's uh, choking down uh, all kinds of stuff and coming at you with its open jaws, it bite clamps down on you for 25 points of damage. And I'm A-OK. And then it, uh, as it goes past you, slashes at you with its claws, uh, hitting you for another uh, 27 points of damage. I think I'm, hold on. Or, hold on, I have to do math. Wait, hold on. Seven, eight, nine. I think I'm still okay. Wait, that's 40. That's, uh, what was the first one? 27 and 25. Okay, so that would be 52 points of damage. Haha, I'm still okay! All right, and as it goes past you, what do you do? I was too scared. If I still have the key, I'm just going to turn into, I'm just going to, if I could dimension door back onto the ship. Uh, You kind of have to see where you're dimension dooring to, so you could dimension door next to the ship, but you can't see the top deck from underneath it. Okay, um, might I, uh, okay. Hmm. That will get you far enough away from it that it won't be able to attack you immediately. Okay, I will dimension door next to the ship and just okay. yell, pull me up, pull me up, pull me up! Yeah, she is bobbing up and down in the water. <laughs> uh, the rest of you can try to pull her up if you want. <laughs> She's just like scrambling, like, pull me up! <laughs> She'll just grab on. Yeah, we help her up. Okay. And then she's like, go, 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 go. And she'll hand Diaz the key back and be like, here you go. Halton sees the key. It's like, you took something back from him, didn't you? That wasn't given to him. It was thrown in the water by an unstable person. Did he, was it in his vicinity? No. Was he it left. in the water? He left. I consider the water his vicinity. He seems a little possessive. Diaz sees Strix's wounds in... Uh, right away, looks yeah, like I have Evelyn. Two hit points. <laughs> and he's like, "Is Evelyn help?" I'm trying. No, to no, think. no, it's fine. She like throws up on the deck. It's fine. I think my insides are falling out. The dragon turtle surfaces, uh, bearing its huge jaws, and clamps down on the side of the ship. And you hear the crunching of wood as it digs its upper beak into. The vessel. The SS what, suboptimal. What does Paulton do? <laughs> Paulton's so <laughs> upset. Did you see that giggle in your voice? <laughs> Paulton's so upset. Paulton just. I will say to the dragon again, be like, please forgive my friend. She does not know what she was doing, she didn't mean it. The whole do ship I, seems I, to list toward it. You can see it is basically backpedaling and pulling the ship on its side as if it's going to drag I, it do all Do I see down. the key? You see the key, yes. Can I grab the key and just throw it at him? It's like, this is yours, please no, I, take no, it. No, I, no, it gave it to Diaz. He has it. You can't grab it. If Diaz has it, then I guess he can't technically grab it. Diaz, can I please give him the key? Can we? Are we seeing like the dragon turtle's like mouth biting onto it? It's and, clamped you know. onto the ship and is basically dragging the ship down underwater. Is there a good space that you could potentially throw something into his mouth? It's the mouth is so big. I would say yes. I mean, he also took stuff just throwing it into the water, mm-hmm. so you can just throw whatever. Um, 
Undo the key and throw the bomb in! TS will look over at Paulton and just... Remove the key and throw the bomb into the dragon's mouth. Don't end our campaign! Wait, the key <laughs> went back into the bomb? I had a si- I put yeah, another key, key into it. Yes, he... No, I'm talking about, didn't, didn't Strix just take a key? He has two. Yeah, he, he, the key that Evil Paulton pulled out of the bomb, he threw into the water. That's the one that Strix recovered. To keep the, bomb, the from, keep the bomb from going off, Dieth used another one of his keys and stuck it in the egg. I was talking about the key that, that she took back. Yeah, that's the one that he is, so Dieth still has that key. Yeah, that's the taking, key I'm talking about. He is now about. taking yeah. out the second key out of like, the bomb. Like, no, 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 not that key, not that key, the one we already gave him. He understands. He's DF just not, not doing what you're saying. I don't think DF is going to give up either key <laughs> by the sounds of it. All right, hey. so uh, it is actually um, Strix's turn. Strix? But he threw the bomb at the turtle, right? Uh, not yet. That will happen on oh. DF's turn, which is right after... You can see it in his eye. You know right what's after happening. Strix. Uh, well, yeah, if I can see he's going to do that, Strix is just like... Can you mate him the key... Out as I throw it? Yeah, absolutely. I can ready a mage hand. Yeah. Paulin is literally going to drink all the wine on his person <laughs> in one. <laughs> just, just like last drink. Yeah. Evelyn swipes it from him and takes a drink too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like, Waffles just sort of digging her claws into the hull of the ship to keep from sliding off. <laughs> Simon is basically holding onto her fur. Pour and one out for Waffles. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, Strix readies the mage hand. So you pull the key out. DF, you hurl the bomb. Well, yeah, like I throw it like in midair. Okay. Strix can like take the key out. Got yeah. it. And as DF throws it, he he'll even say, uh, fight! This is our greatest treasure. Okay. And Palton's just Are you trying to toss what? it just up in the air and into the water or into its mouth, you said, right? Into its mouth. Okay. I see uh, this, right? Yeah. Paul was just like, wow, season four was two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, after throwing it, Dieth actually looks over at Paulton, uh, and in his eyes only just conveys the uh, deepest sorrow, regret, and just trying to apologize without saying anything. The dragon turtle unclenches the ship, which rights itself quite suddenly um, as you all sort of now slosh about on deck. Uh, and uh, the dragon turtle sort of sinks down into the water. Go! Go! <laughs> all right, uh, Captain Ordeme gets tries to get the ship going as fast as it can out of this strait. We're still not in the clear. That thing bit me! <laughs> All right, you see a big flash of blue energy underneath the water that seems to swell up uh, like a balloon being inflated uh, <sighs> deep below. And the water just um, pushes outward, and then there's a huge white explosion that erupts from the strait up into the air, throwing water high into the sky. Evelyn grabs Paulton. Same. All right. Uh, The ship is just sort of blown forward on this great swell of water um, and just thrust 
so that its bow comes up out of the water completely and only the back end of the ship is even touching the, the sea. And with uh, masterful aplomb, the crew, under the guidance of Captain Ortome, surfs this wave for about half a mile before the ship settles calmly outside the Bay of Chult. I just push us forward a whole bunch. Speedrun tactics. You're welcome. <laughs> We're never going back to Chult. <laughs> and you see, uh, what you saw behind you in the flashing light was it went out so far from the strait that it basically incinerated all of the trees on the rocks on either side of the pincer uh, that you guys just exited. Do I have a gauge of... So, so how far are we from where that just happened? You're about a quarter mile. Oh, that's okay. Uh, it's been a while since I mathed. What is roughly that in feet? A lot. A lot? Is yeah. it, it thousand that's, something? Well, is it more than a thousand? Yeah. Damn it. Evelyn looks at Diaz and says, You blew up Paulton's mandolin! That. We can get him a new mandolin. We're going to, we're going to Waterdeep. We could ask Omen. <laughs> so, but that cut, was like cut his to dads or something. Cut, cut to, to what are Nyanzaru, where everybody in the city sees this gigantic bloom of magical energy swelling up from the Bay of Chalt, and then are struck by a wave of force that basically blows out all of their windows and actually causes <laughs> tears through uh, masts and <laughs> sails and windows and brick. Uh, before it abates and uh, people start to regain their sense of calm. As they look out toward the harbor, the statue in the harbor is toppled and uh, two two tabaxi are sitting uh, (laughs) on a patio uh, spending Evelyn's coin like kings when two assassins sit down with them and ask, where have they gone? And the tabaxi say, Water deep. Fuck. And that's um, where we'll pick up. Literally, <laughs> they didn't have a reason before. <laughs> that was a very stressful episode. <laughs> Crazy, this all could have been solved with a mandolin. <laughs> yes. You're right, I know. But no, right. let's. No, uh, you're right. How does it feel to be the smart one? I, oh, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I miss, I miss ruining stuff. <laughs> uh, thus endeth episode 92. We'll be back next week for episode 93. Anybody have any quick parting announcements before we bail? We'll have a nice long boat ride to talk about it. We are, God, we are, we are, over, so. we are over time, so yeah. let's be uh, brief. Quick thing for me, new D&D show, Dark and Dicey, starts this coming Monday at yes. 7 p.m. Pacific time here on twitch.tv slash D&D. Tune in. It's going to be fun. Evil never tasted so good. Hey. <laughs> and Trapped right. in the Birdcage is always on Thursday, yes, so Thursday. come watch that. It's a good time. Do we have misclicks tonight, Anna? Misclicks tonight or- right after this that I'm DMing Lost Mine. Also, this weekend, I'm hosting Heroes of the Dorm, so if you like esports and fun, uh, join us on twitch.tv slash Heroes of the of the dorm and check out on Twitter. And then also don't forget the stream of many eyes is coming up where we will be playing live and hanging out with lots of fun D and D friends. That's June 1st through 3rd on this channel. Dice can reaction subreddit. I'll spam that link. Spam it. 
All right, and so that's it for today. Everybody be nice to each other, and we'll see you next week when Dice Camera Action returns. Same time, same channel. All right, love you <laughs> Good all. Times, Take everyone. care. Have fun. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.